inside. Hey. How many kids do you have? Three. Three? Yeah. That is a good number. Whoa. Oh. Um, let's just concentrate on this one for now. <laughs> hey. What's it like being a dad? I'm so proud of you, son. Run, huh? Run, come on! Have I told you lately? I know, Dad. You love me. You tell me all the time. Actually, I was going to tell you I think you're beautiful inside and out. Whatever. Jerk. He broke up with me on a text message. He just replied.
Fixing to have another child, right? It's awesome, isn't it? All right. Yeah. Well, everybody, I don't want us to be here a long time today because it's Father's Day, and I know a lot of us have things that we're doing and, and, and need to go to, but I think it's a cool day to be in church because God is our Father, and we get to celebrate Father's Day and, and so I think it's really cool. And I think fathers are awesome. And this morning, I decided that I was going to title the sermon, Fathers Are Important. Fathers Are Important. I believe what the Word says, Psalms 127, 3 through 5. Here's what it says. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. And i got four of them. And who knows? Maybe one day I'll have more. Maybe we'll adopt some. We've, we've talked about it. But I would love to have more. I know some of you have even more than, than I do, right? But a father is blessed to have children. A father really is blessed to have children. Now, I don't have perfect children, but I do love them a lot. Uh, and I love to take care of them. I love to be there for them. But the problem with me sometimes, and, and dads, you may get this too, sometimes I want to be more of a man and, and, and do everything like a man than to be a father. And there's a little bit of a difference there in, in when I look at things. Because as a man, I, let's get it done, let's do this right now, this is the way it's going to be. But a father has a little bit more patience, right? We know that God is love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says that love is patient. God is very patient with us. But as a father, sometimes... I'm a little impatient. I, I want it done now. I want to get from point A to point B. We're going to be going on this trip. And I'm like, me, I like to drive until I run out of gas, fill it back up, and keep on going. But I know that's not the way it's going to happen. So I've already got, got it planned out. We'll stop here. We'll stop, you know, we'll stop along the way and let you get out stretch your legs for, for just a minute. Jump back in and let's get it going again. Because it's a long trip. But sometimes I see things as, why isn't it not done now, you know, and, and, and I... I just, just being a man instead of being a father. Let me give you an example. The other night, I came home. It was late. I mean, it was almost midnight. And I came in, and one of my girls was up. 
And I looked at her and I said, what are you doing up? First thing I said when I came in. I didn't say, hey, babe, love you. Hey, you going to get to bed soon or anything? I mean, immediately, you know, my man side kicked in. What are you doing up? Why are you not already in bed? I'm, I'm coming home. i got to get ready for bed. Give me a drink of water, brush my teeth, go to bed. Why aren't you already in bed? Because in, in myself, in my impatient self, what do I do? I go, oh, yeah, we'll see. They got to do this, they got to do that. It's going to take 15 minutes at least for them to be in bed if they're still standing here. It's the truth. I don't know how boys are, but I know with my girls, it's going to be a few minutes. So anyway, she said, well, my stomach hurts. I was like, well, have you thrown up? No. Then you're okay. Go to bed. <laughs> That's the man in me. Just go to bed. And uh, as she walked away, I sat there and go, come on, what are you doing? You didn't say hi, you didn't say I love you. And I hadn't seen them much that day. I did get to eat lunch with them or dinner with them later in the day. I'd been running all day and been busy. And I said, hey, come here. And she turned around and she came back. And it was at this point that I realized that she was crying. And, and as I grabbed a hold of her, she started crying even more. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, well, my stomach hurts. And I'm like, yeah, your stomach hurts, and Dad, and I'm thinking to myself, and Dad just made you just go up to your bedroom without saying hi, putting his arms around you. So I grabbed her, set her in my, sit, in my lap, sat down in, in the recliner there, and I just sat there for 10 minutes or so as she calmed down and she about fell asleep. And then I said, you know, tell her I love her and give her a kiss and everything. And then finally, after she calmed down and she was about to fall asleep, I said, do you feel like she should go upstairs now? She's like, yeah. And she went upstairs. So... Sometimes, guys, we got to slow down, we got to stop, we got to be a little bit more patient, we got to we got to be a little bit more understanding and say, mm, you know, do I just want to be a man right now, or do I want to be a father? You know, which one do I want to be? And I know I've got girls, and and you know, others have boys or boys and girls, so it's, everything's different. But stopping and saying, hey, what what can I do? Because I'm not perfect. You know, just just because my kids aren't in bed right when they should be doesn't mean that that they uh, are going to be perfect or that I make them perfect. What they need is someone who loves them and puts their arms around them and says, I love you, I care about you, and I'm here for you. Today it's sad, though. Fathers are important, but in the movies and in the media and especially in the commercials, fathers are made out to be buffoons who know nothing. They're stupid, right? For some reason, it is great entertainment to make fun of fathers. When you look at the sitcoms, the fathers, 99% of the time, they're the ones that are the dumb ones. The mom's always the one in charge and in control, knows what's going on, but the father's always stupid and always dumb and always making mistakes. And listen, dads, I know we got our dad jokes, and they, those, those are kind of cheesy, but they're still fun, right? I think Mike probably has, you know, a list of them somewhere because he's got them going all the time. He just, he just doesn't realize that they're dad jokes. <laughs> but my girls love it when he, when, he, when he tells those jokes. But, you know, we are not buffoons. Fathers are not buffoons. God put us here for a reason. God put us here for a reason. Proverbs 4, 1 through 4 tells us one of the reasons he put us here. My children, listen, when your father corrects you, pay attention and learn good judgment. For I'm giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions. For I, too, was once my father's son. Tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, 
that if take my words to heart, follow my commands, and you will live. So children from their fathers should learn good judgment, good guidance, so that they can live. Fathers are important. Because of fathers, what we said a minute ago, because of fathers, uh, because of children, fathers are blessed, but also because of fathers, children are blessed. Proverbs 27. It says, the righteous man walks in integrity, his children are blessed after him. Or you can say, his children are blessed because of him. Your children are blessed because of you, fathers. As fathers, we should walk in integrity. We should. Not all fathers walk in integrity, but we should. We should strive to walk in integrity so that our children can be blessed. But another thing is fathers are given the charge to discipline their children when needed. So they'll learn. Proverbs 19, 18. Discipline your children while there is hope. Otherwise, you will ruin their lives. As fathers, we have that responsibility. Sadly enough, I see a lot of fathers. There's been a lot of fathers that put, place the responsibility on the mother to discipline the child. But the true authority comes to the father to discipline their child in love. Don't, don't, don't turn it over to the mother. You, father, discipline your child in love. And we should discipline but not provoke our children. Not provoke our children to be angry. You know, it's very easy, and I tell my wife all the time, we've got to be careful. We don't want to berate our children or, or, or hound on our children. That doesn't do any good. You know, don't do this, don't do this, you know, no, 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 you know, and they never have a chance to say, well, you know, we don't give them a chance to talk, no, because we're right, you're wrong, and what does it do? It leads to an aggravation, and it makes them, it can make them angry. Colossians 3.21 says, fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. So let's not provoke our children. Let's let our yeses be yes and our noes be no. It's very important, you know, don't do that. Don't, Don't do, do that. that. What are we doing? We're, We're telling, telling them no, but can we allow them to do it? Sometimes we get a step in and say, no, you cannot continue to do that. And this is even if you have grown children. You still have the authority of a father to speak into their lives. Doesn't mean they're going to listen to you right now. But one day they're going to look back and they're going to be like, you know, <laughs> why did I not listen to dad when he said this? We should say what we mean and mean what we say. And do all of this in a healthy, loving heart. We shouldn't, we shouldn't do it out of, out of any kind of anger. Sometimes I have to walk in the other room, I'm angry. And I will not discipline my children when I'm angry. Because I don't want them to feel like, oh, discipline means dad's angry with me because he, he doesn't like me. I want them to understand I have to discipline you. And I had to learn early on, many times, I had to sit there and talk just like this. Even though inside, I'm going, you know, why in the world did you do that? But instead, I'm going to sit there and say, listen, this is what you did. This is what you were supposed to do. Why did you disobey me? You lied to me. Why did you lie to me? Yelling and screaming at your children isn't going to get you anywhere. It's not going to help you. It may make them scared of your voice. So they should want to hear your voice, but understand that you love them enough and care about them enough. See, fathers are important. You are so important. Now, I know that some of us have great fathers in our life, and some of us uh, are able to, them, to enjoy them today. They're still alive, and you're, you're still able to, to be with your fathers. And then other of us 
don't have those blocks in our lives because they have went on into eternity. And it, this may be a very hard day for you because of that. And I want to say that we're here for you and that we're praying for you, that we care about you and we love you. And I know that my mom just got to go see her dad this week, and it's great. And, and my grandpa's like 83, 84 years old, and it's awesome. He's in great shape, great health. But some of us are missing our fathers because of uh, because they went on. But just remember, Father God is here with you, and he loves you, and he's wrapping his arms around you. And, and, and we love you here at Unlimited because we love you and care about you. There may be others of you who, in a different way, you don't have that father, that kind of father with with you because your father's abusive. Maybe he, he was verbally or physically or emotionally abusive to you. And when you think of your father, you don't have good positive thoughts going through your head. And it can be very difficult a day like today because fathers are important. Fathers are important. And the people that don't have them know that more than anybody else how important it is to have a father. See, anybody can be a dad. We use the word dad a lot. Anybody can be a dad, right? Anybody can have a child. But to me, a father is something so much more. It was so important when we went through talking about the Lord's Prayer. It starts out with our Father who art in heaven. Why? Because he's someone who cares about us. He's somebody who wants to have a relationship. A father wants to have a relationship. But it may be very difficult. And I say the same thing to you, that we love you, that we're here for you, that we care about you, that we're praying for you. And God is your Father. And if you'll just reach out to Him and you'll just call out to Him, He'll come and He'll put His arms around you and He'll love on you and He'll care about you. I believe He'll whisper and give you dreams to help you through this time. The reason this happens is why? Because sin came into the world. Because God never intended for fathers to forsake their children, for dads to give up on their children and not be around. He wanted it totally different. He wanted them to be just like him. He wanted them to be just like him. But sin broke that. Sin broke that. When you, when you go through the day and you look through the day, if you have a dad... You, that you're close to, let me know. I love you. I care about you. And if you're that person who's laid in bed crying because you're missing your dad, or you laid in bed crying because of the abuse that you had to go through with your dad, or maybe you never know, I don't know anybody here, maybe you never even knew your father. There are people who have never been able to meet their father. Remember to call out and put your trust in God today. No matter what your earthly dad has done, don't say, I can't believe in you, God. Father God, I can't believe in you. So many people struggle with that. They struggle with the fact that God is a father, and they go, but what is a father? And that's why I said anybody can have children, but it takes a special person to be a father. And God is that special person if you don't have that person in your life. Fathers, I want to tell you, you are important. I know we get beat up a lot, like I said, in the media commercials and everything else. Many times in church, you get beat up on it, it seems like. But just know you're important. 
It doesn't doesn't matter where your children are in their walk with God right now. You just keep on striving. You keep on praying. You keep on focusing. You keep on pushing. God's listening. He's listening. And whether you know it or not, your children are listening. It may take them a few years to click, but they're listening to you. Okay? They're listening to you. They're listening to you. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for this day that we celebrate fathers. I thank you that we were able to come and worship you and exalt your name today and glorify you and lift you up. And God, I pray for those today that their fathers have went on and and have left this life. God, I pray that you'll comfort them and be with them today. Comfort them and be with them today. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for those, Lord, that had abusive fathers. Lord, that you will be with them that you will heal the hurt and the pain in their lives, Lord, that you will not allow them to be tormented, that you will not allow this to be a hard day, but let this be a joyous day because you are their Father. And you love them so much that you sent your Son to die for their sins so that one day they could be with you, that sin would no longer separate them from you, but they would be with you. For those who have never met their fathers, Lord, that you would just encourage them And help them to understand that you are the father to the fatherless. You are the father to the fatherless. That's what your word says. Comfort them, Lord. Strengthen them. Lord, we just pray that this day will be blessed. We pray that this week will be blessed. Lord, and that people, Lord, will go through this week just excited to honor you and to glorify you and to call you father. You are a good, good father. Keep us safe this week and in your hands until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you this morning. You're dismissed. And high five somebody, say hi to somebody before you leave. If you have a chance to help us there now, we got the fold up.